Mike's Daily Podcast. Look at this. It's the first podcast of Mike's Daily Podcast for Mike's Daily Podcast. 2020, 2020, 2022, 22, 2022. I had a trouble with saying that, didn't you? It's a epic, epic, epic. So 2850, wait, 2350, 92359, that's fine. The last podcast was called Cinnamon. Mike's Daily Podcast. Oh, I can't say that word. Cinnamon. And today's podcast will be called Mike's. Nah, I don't know. Daily. We'll find out later. Podcast. We'll discover the title together. Yeah. How about that? 2022. Wow. 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 Two, 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 two. I was born on November 22nd. Two, two. I want to talk to you today about worry and it's been, it's been keeping me up lately and I don't know why it's been the holiday season. Oh yeah. Sorry. No podcast for the past week. Cause so much got thrown at me. Also, my lovely lady friend had the week off. So we were spending time with each other and I just didn't have enough time. To do the podcast So Kind of wrapped up 2021 With the show Cinnamon And now Here I am But I think the last podcast Of 2021 Was very helpful Very beneficial And lovely lady friend Was on it So it was a good podcast To end with But I want to tell you I'm a little bit disgusted With the way That podcasts Are being portrayed These days And that Yours truly Never gets a Fighting chance to be on any year-end list because no, I'm not like 20-something and no, I'm not like on some podcast network like NPR or Earwolf or any of those other ones. I'm independent. I'm by myself and I've been screaming about this for over 12 years now. And yes, a lot of FF episodes so you can tell. And here's today's I've been doing it for a while and I am in my 50s. I'm 53. I'm 50 and I can do this show and I think it's a dang good podcast because I talk about stuff that affects you in ways and I'm not going to do a scripted show. What am I talking about? Oh, the podcast picture today. I'll get to that in a moment. Hi. Okay. Here's what got me going. I was listening to NPR's show, Fresh Air, with Terry Gross. Hi, this is Terry Gross with Fresh Air. Basil the Boxer, the late, great Basil the Boxer. Not a fan of Terry Gross. Sorry, Terry. Very smart lady. Has been doing her radio show since before podcasts. But boring as heck. I mean, the interviews are... Interesting and raw and get at stuff that I think are value, valuable topics that we should hear on the radio. Sure. But then she has this podcast critic on. And yes, I have been a podcast critic. I'm going to welcome. I, I, you know what? I, it is so funny. Zach Galifianakis has interviewed Bradley Cooper a couple of times. They're good friends. They starred in a couple of those movies together, those hangover movies. They've known each other a long time. So when he appears on In Between the Ferns or whatever that show is that Zach Galifianakis does, it gets pretty funny. They always fight. And Zach Galifianakis, uh, Bradley Cooper is 
talking about how he's nominated for an Oscar. This was one done recently, or I guess within the past couple of years. Zach Galifianakis says to Bradley Cooper after he, after he talks about how he has a Oscar nomination, says, "Oh, how's how's it how's it going? Going to brag school, bragging school." And you know There are a lot of people I know All they do is talk about themselves All I do is talk about myself on this podcast Not really But you know It is Mike's daily podcast So there is going to be some of me talking about But you rarely ever hear me brag However I do have to promote this show and, And talk highly of it And say things like I have been a critic Of podcasts For a long time I have told you podcasts that I think are good video casts or YouTube video channels that I think are good. And I have told you, and I have told you before that I'm not a fan of movies. I think movies today are trite. Okay, I get really sick of, and I'm on my little curmudgeon pedestal today. But no. At 53, you've watched a lot of TV. You've been dragged to a lot of movies in your teen years. Those are very impressionable years. You go and you see all these movies, all these concerts. You think everything is, you've discovered everything for the first time. That you and your, you yourself, you alone exist. And old people are stupid and dumb and don't know anything. You think that when you're young. And then as you get old... You realize, oh my gosh, well, the old people, you should have listened to the old people because they knew stuff and they could have passed on some wisdom to you. And it's all been done before. And you go and you see that new movie at my, when I was a teenager, the newest movies that the, the star of the minute was Andrew McCarthy. And so my brain wants to naturally, when I'm talking about Andrew Garfield, I want to say Andrew McCarthy, but it's Andrew Garfield, though. Was in a recent Star uh, Spider-Man Wars movie No, Spider-Man movie So the Tom Holland Spider-Man movie Marvel knows That they gotta get people back into the theaters They gotta get people to watch Their stuff again Because they, are, they have diluted the brand With these television series These television shows Now they plan to do that Before the pandemic hit because Disney Plus was coming along and they were Disney Plus, Disney owns Marvel and they needed some programming. So Marvel said, we're going to do a Loki show. We're going to do a WandaVision show. We're going to do the uh, Hawkeye thing, the Falcon thing. So they're going to do all this stuff. But they've diluted the brand. Now, once you've got a thing, a movie that's been on TV. It becomes TV crap Even though TV these days Usually Well not this This is what I'm saying My whole point is We get so invested In Marvel stuff and in, But in the end These movies Are just like TV shows I'm saying all this because There was a TV show that I hadn't I had invested time in And it has betrayed me I can't even think of the name of the show It's like Cambridge It's got a name Like a Britishy name And it's about this guy He's a vicar That's like a 
As we go outside a cafe anyway, we're bringing Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcast Valley Tun, the last place on earth. Here, the first Mike's Daily Podcast of 2022, of the new year. The show I was watching and I was getting into, he's a vicar and he's helping out the police in England. But then it just devolved into this madman, Donald Draper, having a womanizing issue, a booze problem. It just turned into this debaucherous show where you, if you invest in any of the characters, they end up betraying you. And I guess that's a lot of TV. We got anti-heroes all over the place, thanks to Breaking Bad. Anti-heroes are the thing. And House of Cards and all the rest It's just what are you investing yourself in I'm just feeling like Blowing it all up All the fantasy TV shows And just watching documentaries from here on out Because at my age All you want to do is learn stuff You want to be smarter Because your time on the planet's not that much longer So you want to be smarter You want to learn stuff You, you want to Impart wisdom even though nobody listens to you So that's my critique Of popular culture uh, Escapism TV Movies Video games It's a complete waste of time You're, you're investing all this my, my point is What are you investing your time in? Is it rewarding to you? Oh Mike, no, it just entertains me It occupies my time you know, your time is, is money. It's very limited. And the older you get, the more you realize your time is limited. You're not going to be on this planet forever. So make the most of that time. Don't just entertain yourself to death. Here we are now, entertain us. Don't just, don't just get in that rut. Learn something. Build something. That wasted time in front of the video game, the binged watch streaming service, the movies, the, the stuff you're watching. I mean, really? Marvel's trying to get people to watch movies again in the theaters by not bringing back one Spider-Man, but the other Spider-Man ex- as well. And, and building on top, just making this huge... Colossal monstrosity That Oh we've got all these bells and whistles in it All this bling They've got to come to the theaters to see it And then They invest all this money and they want a return on it So that's why they do it That's why Marvel does it Why Disney does it It just seems An investment of our time That we invest in it Is Just pointless Why do we do Why do we do it So that time that you're spending, that you're wasting can be used in so many ways. Go for a walk. If you live in the Bay Area, there's no excuse. Get out, there's so much to see. So much culture, so much life. Oakland, San Jose, San Francisco, Berkeley. Go up to the North Bay, go down to the South Bay, go to the ocean, go go inland. Check out the farmland Check out the the mountains of the Yosemite And and the Sierras And everything else Gold country There's no There's no excuse 
And I'm my worst enemy I stay at home And I'm doing this horrible thing Where I'm watching YouTube videos Of travel bloggers Vloggers Whatever you call them Video bloggers And I, I just I get hooked on it And watch it And oh this guy's driving on Route 66 Oh look they've got that there And that there And after a while That seems pretty empty too Because am I ever going to go out there? No I mean it feels like a, It's a virtual way Of experiencing it But is it really experiencing it? All that to say That on Fresh Air With Terry Gross She had on this podcast critic No, not yours truly Who have been a podcast critic for a long time A very young person A guy who sounded ultra young And they gave him the job to do it Because he's young and hip And so he must know what it is What podcasts are Because us old guys Us old people like Terry Gross They're like, what's a podcast? I don't even know so they give it to this young guy Sounds like he's right out of college I May I throw the word out there Possibly a snowflake Who knows That's a derogatory term But maybe I'm talking about the winter weather There is so much snow Out there Get out there and ski No but you've heard the term snowflake before The thing that falls out of the sky And every single one is unique but this guy, this podcast critic is he, he names his top three podcasts of 2021 One of them is a Joe Rogan podcast So you know already this guy has no concept Of what a good podcast is Oh, I'm sorry, Joe Rogan Some of you might like him Okay And I'll give this to Joe Rogan He was the only one on this guy's top three list That wasn't a scripted show it was a show where the person was talking I guess it's a podcast that Joe does Where he has a guest on And Joe Rogan, by the way, was on news radio That always blows my mind He was on the television show News Radio That had Phil Hartman on it And David Foley Back in the day It was that big TV show all about radio And talk radio, which I am now in How it all comes around full circle And he, he has a famous... Most, one of the most popular podcasts out there Well he's got this sub podcast Where he takes people's stories Some of the celebrities he's had on And the celebrity is telling a story And then he has this crew Of producers and sound effects artists Yes and this podcast has had sound effects on it Since the beginning And we're outside of cafe anyway And the birds are tweeting And they're, they agree with every word I say and he basically takes what the person's telling the story and puts sound effects behind it and does that. And this kid said, oh my gosh, one of the best podcasts of the year. And then he also said this podcast about somebody who is like a foreign, from a foreign land. Okay, what we would call a foreigner coming to America, trying to settle into America and, and create a new life in America. An immigrant trying to create a new life And it's completely scripted And it also had sound effects And it was like a series Like a short series On for a short amount of time And he's like Oh this is all about the experience Of what it's like For someone to come to this country And trying to make a life for themselves So that's why that podcast made his list And then the last podcast was 
All about the cartoon The comic strip Kathy And about how And, and it's told The host is, is female And she's talking about uh, Women's rights And all about that Women's lib and everything In the light of Kathy The comic strip Okay, some of you might find that fascinating. To me, I'm like, okay, what about what about people like me that get on the podcast and try and bring something to the listener that's different? That <laughs> All right, sour grapes. I guess that's what we'll say. So, why is it we worry so much? And why is it that Mike is growing some weird thing out of his gums? There's a place on my gums In the bottom part of, the, part of my mouth And there's a bump that's coming out And it feels like a new tooth is growing out of my face Well actually it doesn't feel like anything I don't feel it Unless I stick my finger in my mouth And I go down along the gum line And I feel this bump And that just popped up As far as I know A week ago And I called the dentist On Sunday night I don't hear back from the dentist's office until Friday. No, Thursday. Thursday. Make an appointment for Tuesday. So hopefully this thing doesn't, isn't going to like kill me or become ultra painful. And if it does, I asked the, the lady on the phone, what do I do? I wasn't talking directly to the dentist, but I was talking to somebody there in the office. And she said, put a warm compress on it. So whatever that's worth. By the way, I'm on the radio tomorrow. <laughs> There's a link to where you can hear me at the website, KK. Oops, I almost gave away the radio name on the podcast. Uh, Mike'sDailyPodcast.com. There's a link. And just know that the sister station of that radio station that you click on the link to, I'm going to be on that tomorrow as well. So I'm going to be on two radio stations tomorrow in the Bay Area. And there's a link to it at mikesdailypodcast.com. Okay. That little plug out of the way. How do we deal with worry? And let me just say, I was listening to uh, another very famous, well, it's a radio show and it became a podcast and it became ultra popular as a podcast. And it is called Radio Lab. And it's popular because its shtick is they do really fast edits and it's ultra produced. And it's on NPR as well. But they were talking about, well, somebody said something on there. Actually, they were talking about having an allergy to meat, which sounds like a very NPR thing to talk about. Oh my God, meat is like so groth. But the allergy to, regardless of all that, the woman that was talking on it, she was discussing how, what it, what it's like to feel normal. She was, she just eaten meat and she knew she had a meat allergy. So she, she's like, uh oh, maybe nothing will happen. Maybe something will happen. And she's just sitting there trying to think of, or, or notice self monitoring and see if she's feeling normal. But the question she asked was, what is normal? How do you know you're feeling normal? I guess if you're not feeling any pain, but there's all kinds of pain in it. To, to live is to feel pain. This one ultra, ultra downer of a philosopher once said. So, 
that's made me. I was wondering about that. Dennis Leary, the comedian, he was talking about how happiness is only found in little bits, and that we're all we all have a miserable life. <laughs> he said you got to find happiness where you can. And, you know, a sunrise is happiness, can bring you happiness. I I watched a sunset last night as we were saying goodbye to 2021 with my lovely lady friend. And I found an extreme amount of happiness watching the sunset. I could have been at the top of the Eiffel Tower and it wouldn't have been as great as standing there at Fairmont Ridge watching the sunset with my lovely lady friend last night. It was an absolute joy. So the question is, how do you feel normal? I think it's a question you can never really answer. If you're feeling extreme pain, oh yeah, we'll then see a doctor. If you're feeling a bump on your gums, I think you probably should call a dentist. Just smart tips like that. But what is normal? But what is worry? I do not like worry. I do not like to worry thing about things. And I am very envious of people who don't worry about stuff. Why is it so hard to stop worrying? This asked on the website helpguide.org. Constant worrying can take a heavy toll. It can keep you up at night and make you tense and edgy during the day. And even though you hate feeling like a nervous wreck, it can still be so difficult to stop. For most chronic worriers, the anxious thoughts are fueled by the beliefs, both negative and positive, that you hold about worrying negative beliefs about worry you may believe your constant worrying is harmful that it's going to drive you crazy or affect your physical health or you may worry that you're going to lose all control over your worrying that will take over you and it'll never stop while negative beliefs or worrying about worrying adds to your anxiety and keeps worrying going positive beliefs about worrying can be just as damaging You may believe that your worrying helps you avoid bad feelings, prevents problems, prepares you for the worst, or leads to solutions. Maybe you tell yourself that if you keep worrying about a problem long enough, you'll eventually be able to figure it out. Or perhaps you're convinced that worrying is a responsible thing to do or the only way to ensure you don't overlook something. It's tough to break the worry habit if you believe that your worrying serves a positive purpose. Once you realize that worrying is the problem, not the solution, you can regain control of your worried mind. So create a daily worry period. It's tough to be productive in your daily activities when anxiety and worry are dominating your thoughts and distracting you from work and sleep. This is where the strategy of postponing worrying can help. Rather than trying to stop or get rid of anxious thoughts, give yourself permission to have the thoughts, but put off dwelling on it until later. Create a worry period. Choose a set time and place for the worrying. It should be the same every day. Here's an example they give at helpguide.org. The living room from 5 to 5.20. An early enough period, so that would be 5 to 5.20 p.m. Early enough that it won't make you anxious right before bedtime. I say do it a little bit earlier in the day when you can actually do something about it. During your worry period, you're allowed to worry about whatever's on your mind. The rest of the day, however, that is a worry-free zone. Write down your worries. 
If an anxious thought or worry comes into your head during the day, make a brief note about it, then continue about your day. Remind yourself that you'll have time to think about it later, so there's no need to worry about it right now. Writing down your thoughts on a pad, on your phone, or computer is much harder work than simply thinking them. So your worries are more likely to lose their power. That is fascinating. Do you know what I do? I got into a habit of doing this a while ago. The junk mail I get, I'll pull out the piece of paper that's the junk mail out of the envelope, and I look at the piece of paper, and if it's got writing on both sides, hey, thank you to the company for conserving paper, but I instantly crumble it up, throw it away, throw it in the recycle bin. I th- if it has only writing on one side of the paper, I take it the other side and I use that as scratch paper. But I don't just take the whole letter-sized paper and write on it. I cut it up into three pieces. So, you know, across, uh, instead of, I would, I, I used to do it, I just slice it in half, the page, and then write on it. But then I realized I can get more out of it. I don't use, usually use all the paper, the half size paper. I cut it up into threes, make it into thirds. And that seems to work best. And I have done that before, written down my worries on a piece of paper because I was like having insomnia. And as soon as I did that, I was immediately able to start falling asleep. It's amazing how that works. Go, but it says here, go over your worry list during the worry period. If the thoughts you wrote down are still bothering you, allow yourself to worry about them, but only for the amount of time you've specified for your worry period. As you examine your worries in this way, you'll often find it easier to develop a more balanced perspective. And if worries don't seem important anymore, simply cut your worry period short and enjoy the rest of your day. Challenge your anxious thoughts. If you suffer from chronic anxiety and worry, chances are you look at the world in ways that make it seem more threatening than it really is. For example, you may overestimate the possibility that things will turn out badly, jump immediately to worst case scenarios, or treat every anxious thought as if it were fact. You may also discredit your own ability to handle life's problems, assuming you'll fall apart at the first sign of trouble. These types of thoughts, known as cognitive distortions, include all-or-nothing thinking, overgeneralization, focusing on the negatives while filtering out the positives, coming up with reasons why positive events don't count, making negative interpretations without actual evidence, expecting the worst-case scenario to happen, believing that the way you feel reflects reality, holding yourself to a strict list of what you should and shouldn't do, labeling yourself based on mistakes and perceived shortcomings and assuming responsibility for things that are outside of your control. So you should challenge these thoughts during your worry period, challenge your negative thoughts by asking yourself, what's the evidence that the thoughts are true or not true? Is there a more positive, realistic way of looking at the situation? What's the probability that what I'm scared of will actually happen? If the probability is low, what are some more likely outcomes? Is the thought helpful? How will worrying about it help me and how will it hurt me? 
And what should I say to a friend who had this worry? So like, what would I tell if I was like, not me and uh, you were talking to someone to help, how would you help them? What, what advice would you give them? My lovely lady friend who is a therapist deals with this sort of thing. People have anxiety at an all time high these days. It especially hit a high point with working from home and everyday news telling you you can't go outside, you'll get sick, look at all these people that are sick, blah, blah, blah. And then adjusting to a new world where we're working from home and on Zoom calls every five seconds. Oh, okay. Thank you for reminding me about that. Now, research shows that while you're worrying, you temporarily feel less anxious. Running over the problem in your head distracts you from your emotions. It makes you feel like you're getting something accomplished. But worrying and problem solving are two different things. Problem solving involves evaluating a situation, coming up with concrete steps for dealing with it, and then putting the plan into action. Worrying, on the other hand, rarely leads to solutions. No matter how much time you spend dwelling on worst case scenarios, you're no more prepared to deal with them. And... Is your worry solvable? Productive solvable worries are those that can take action on, you can take an action on right away. If you're worried about your bills, for example, you can call your creditors to see about flexible payment options. Unproductible, unsolvable worries are those in which there is no corresponding action. What if I get cancer someday? What if uh, my kid gets into an accident? You can't, there's nothing you can do about it right now. If the worry is solvable, start brainstorming. Make a list of the possible solutions you think you can think of. Try not to get hung up on finding the perfect solution. Focus on things you have the power to change rather than the circumstances or realities beyond your control. And then make a plan of action. If the worry is not solvable, accept the uncertainty. If you're a chronic worrier, the vast majority of your anxious thoughts probably fall in this camp. Worrying is often a way we try to predict what the future has in store, a way to prevent unpleasant surprises and control the outcome. The problem is that does not work. Thinking about all the things that could go wrong doesn't make life any more predictable. Focusing on worst case scenarios will only keep you from enjoying the good things you have in the present. Tackle your needs for uncertainty and immediate answers Do you need to predict bad things will happen just because they are uncertain? What is the likelihood they will? Given the likelihood is very low, is it possible to live with the small chance that something negative may happen? Ask your friends and family how they cope with uncertainty or in specific situations. Could you do the same? And tune into your emotions. Worrying about uncertainty is often a way to avoid unpleasant emotions, but by turning, by tuning into your emotions, you can start to accept your feelings even those that are uncomfortable or don't make sense. So you can interrupt the worry cycle. You can get up and get moving, take a yoga class, meditate, predict progressive uh, or practice progressive muscle relaxation, try deep breathing, talk about your worries, build a strong support system, know how to avoid when you're feeling anxious and practice mindfulness. You've heard about that as well. All this included in this helpguide.org article 
And there's also affordable online counseling and free helplines and crisis resources you can find on the internet. I guess helpguide.org has a couple of ideas, but yes. What is that prayer that I always hear about? Lord, give me the, uh, the, 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 accept the things, accept the things I can't change and the wisdom to know the difference and all of that, that sort of thing. So we're saying goodbye to 2021. That has happened. It's gone. It was the year that billionaires went into space. Jeff Bezos, Richard Branson. They took supersonic joyrides to the edge of space. And then another billionaire self-funded a historic three-day mission aboard a SpaceX orbital capsule that flew higher than any human has traveled in decades. 2021, also a year that, well, I don't know if you knew this, but on New Year's Eve, it is the most popular day for stolen cars. This according to the National Insurance Crime Bureau, 20% of all holiday auto thefts each year occur, occur on December 31st. People get drunk on New Year's and that makes many otherwise ordinary responsible adults act like mindless morons and do things they may not do when sober. But here you are, you're listening now, so somehow you survived that, so that's good. 77% of people believe 2022 will be a better year than 2021. This according to the Ipsos Global Advisor. 82% of people had hoped 2021 would be better, would be a better year than 2020. Um, Also, the FDA says rapid home coronavirus tests. And that was all the craze the past couple of weeks. People trying to find those. Those tests sometimes give a false negative when people are trying to see whether or not they have the Omicron variant. The FDA says if a person tests negative with a rapid test but is thought likely to have COVID, either because of symptoms or their exposures, they are still recommended to get a gold standard molecular test, such as PCR. British scientists say there were over 550 new species discovered in 2021. And that, are you taking down your Christmas decorations? Are they done? Are they gone? Don't forget, check with your local waste management people about when uh, they're going to pick up those Christmas trees because you want to get those ri- get rid of and have it done the way where they do the wood chipper thing. Don't just leave it in the middle of the street. You know, you're smart. You wouldn't do that, would you? So, yeah. That's the, this time of year. I got rid of a bunch of stuff. Uh, we have this bulk removal one day a year, our local waste management in Podcastro Valley lets you, they, they basically say, we will take a bulk, we'll go to your, uh, your house, and you put it out on the curb, and they give you the exact dimensions you can do it, and we will take it. Furniture, there's a couple of things they won't take, but they do take furniture and some basic trash and big stuff. Uh, they don't take, like, computers, but... They take it, and I watched them do this. They came up to the house, took a bunch of old furniture that I had, and I had offered to some of my friends, do you want it? 
None of them wanted it. And I watched. It was kind of sad, but they took it. <laughs> a couple of dresser drawers. And they threw it right into the back of this truck that just smashed it up. They didn't repurpose the furniture. They destroyed it. It is gone. It is gone. All the... And when they smashed it, some little bits of wood shot out and like it was all particle board and just like crappy wood just thrown everywhere on the street but they picked it all up I guess there were a couple little pieces left but it's gone it's gone now I guess it's going to the landfill which I don't feel too good about or maybe it's gonna be the wood's gonna be used somehow I don't know I didn't do a deep dive into that but I do know a little bit of how to stop worrying now and I thank you for listening to it. The podcast picture today is going to be a... Uh, I, should, <laughs> I should do a picture of all the stuff that was sitting on the side of the road. Gosh, I did take a picture of it. But that won't make a good podcast picture. I think I might go with the sunset from last night. How about that? That sunset I was discussing earlier. That would be perfect. Folks, we're outside a cafe anyway, somewhere in Podcastro Valleyton, and look right now who is here. Hi, Mike! It's Benita the Rodeo Queen! How's y'all doing? It is Madame Ruta Baker, Michael Master. I have Benita here. Oh! Yes, you two are good friends, aren't you? Yes. And you had a great 2021 New Year's Eve as we welcomed in, in 2022. Yes. And you hate fresh air? No. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, I thought you didn't like it. But thank you, ladies, for showing up today. Sure, Mark. That's great. I gotta go now. Bye. Bye. Look who else is here. Oh, dear, Mike. This is Valentino the Berkey and Ding Ding. And this is Bison Bentley. Dude. Mike, it's great that you have people stop by here at Cafe Anyway outside on the patio, dude. Yeah, patio. Do you know that? Guys, it's always great to have you here. And uh, what do you think about this weird tooth growing out of the side of my gums? Yeah, that's pretty scary. Scary. Do you know that? That's good. Okay. Leaving you with this last thought. If this podcast has been helpful to you, thank you. I would love to hear from you. 336MM daily. 3 plus 3 equals 6MM is a Mike Matthews daily. As in what this podcast has not been. In fact, it's been a whole dang week and I apologize. But I got interrupted in a big way because of work and life. So we'll try and be more... Actually, I think we'll be able to do podcast tomorrow. So maybe we'll get back on the daily bandwagon again. So, But you can give me a call. 336MM daily. And tell me what you think. What you thought of 2021. What you think of worry. What you think of podcasts in general. What's your favorite podcast? My lovely lady friend turned me on to a video channel called The Cottage Fairy. And this young lady who looks a lot like someone I interviewed a couple years back named Idea the Artist. In fact, the interview is at mikesdailypodcast.com. You just go to the top of the page, or if you're looking on your phone, the top there, it says home. There's a drop-down menu that pops down, and you look at the interviews section. Idea the artist was her name. This 
lady that does Cottage Fairy almost I, I, I'm thinking it's the same woman but I think Cottage Fairy is a little bit younger and she does this beautifully filmed I mean it is the most I don't know what camera she's using I don't know she's setting up all of the shots if she does it's incredible because she's in the snow it looks really difficult I don't she's got to have help but she does this beautiful intro where she's showing because she lives out in the middle of the wilderness somewhere in Washington State she talks about living a very simple life and enjoying beauty and she's very artistic just like idea the artist is so I don't know that's why I'm thinking it's the same person but she she's a uh, half Puerto Rican I think her dad is Irish um, she talks all about nature and snow and ma- uh, cooking she had a beautiful recipe for coquito that my lovely lady friend used because she's Puerto Rican and it was delicious and her her channel has got millions and millions of views but my point being that it was a very interesting cha- I don't know if I'm going to be watching it for a long period but when you're watching this now we have the capability to watch YouTube on big flat screens, big screens. And she shoots this in HD and it's beautiful quality. I mean, she's using drones cause she's doing these overhead shots. She's got uh, like a camera sitting on a candle, like not literally, but you know, the, it's focusing on a candle and you see the beautiful flame. And she's got, uh, she's an interesting looking woman cause she's got these really curly hair and uh, she, Wears these interesting outfits Very just nature If you're all into nature and snow This time of year And then when it stops snowing The beautiful landscapes around her And she's got this cute black lab That runs around It's very interesting to watch Because she does all of this These beautiful shots Aesthetically pleasing shots And then she sits there And talks to the camera and talks all about like what she covered earlier, what she was talking about earlier. And I get so angry when I, uh, you know, hear these podcasts that are scripted. And her, the beginning of her show, her video channel, you know, she's doing this voiceover that's scripted. But then she's talking directly to the camera and she's very real and talking off the top of her head. So it's the best of both worlds. If you like scripted stuff, if you like off the top of your head stuff, this is all in this and beautiful aesthetics. And and she's uh, a very, uh, what's the word? Oh, just a total artsy young person trying to make it in this world where you can't really make a lot of money. Although she is now, I'm, I'm thinking with millions of viewers, she's gotta be making some money on YouTube. But it's, it's difficult to make your way as a young person in this very expensive world in which we live. But check it out. Cottage, Fairy, and then check out my other podcasts or, or video casts that I love to watch. I love the, the ones, the travel bloggers like Yankee in the South and Carpetbagger and Daily Woo. There's a bunch of other ones. Just let me know about some of the ones you've been watching at 336MM Daily, or you can also reach me this way, which A-Frame will tell you about now. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now.
Mike's Daily Podcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.